The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Go to Market Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about the strategies you need to implement a successful go-to-market strategy. Joining us for Go to Market Week is Jordan Crawford, who is the co-founder at Blueprint, which is a company that helps startups that have found product market fit build scalable go-to-market systems based on identifying pain in the market. Blueprint systems get 11 to 33% positive reply rates on cold emails, and they've built a market system for companies like Main Street, Vouch, Fresh Paint, Primer, Pharos, and Ironclad. Yesterday, Jordan and I talked about why B2B marketing outbound is jacked, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about why B2B marketing tools always fail. All right, here's the second part of our go-to-market week with Jordan Crawford from Blueprint. Jordan, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. I'm so excited to be back. Excited to have you and continue go-to-market week. Yesterday, we talked about sort of the fundamental problem with B2B outbound and go-to-market strategies that people are trying to blanket email the market. Everyone's getting saturated with outbound cold emails. And the strategy has been coming up with some random fact to personalize. Hey, Jordan, it looks like you breathe air. I love air. I'm an air breather as well. Do you want to buy my B2B SaaS product? That's great targeting, right? Good personalization. That's exactly right. <laughs> so we've decided, well, you've decided and you've got some data to prove it, that there is a better way to do your B2B outbound, your go-to-market strategies, which is based on pain points instead of personalization. But there's some tools that you need to rely on to be able to execute that strategy. Talk to me about what the tech stack looks like for a successful B2B marketing campaign today. Sure. And I think that this is a challenge because the models that marketers are using are wrong, which is you dump LinkedIn Sales Navigator, Zoom Info, and maybe a tool like Bambara or Sixth Sense or Drift on a, a rep and you say, here you go. Here are a bunch of tools. Go build the house. There's no blueprint for the house. Uh, hey, look at that. <laughs> There's no strategy, right? And so I think when you think about tools, the first question that you really should think about is who's in pain? Who bought my product? Why did they buy my product? And then you need to rank your, what we call the total serviceable market by pain. And that means using kind of larger database tools to start that process. 
For example, People Data Labs has a really great database that you can query. Harmonic.ai is really a fantastic tool to use where you can get unlimited access to company-level data, what deltas are changing at the company level. Download that, but you need a strategy for how to rank these customers. And this usually comes either from your customers or your best sales rep. And so the best way I know to decode this is ideally it's the founder if you're earlier on, or it's your best sales rep. Just have them look at 10, 20, 30, 50 of your prospects or even your customers and say, why does this person look like a good fit? And have them narrate a video. Then what you need to do is take that information and go score the market with the models that they're using. What do they see on the website? What's happening on LinkedIn? What's happening with their senior leaders? Are they hiring, right? What's happening on Glassdoor, G2, that kind of stuff. So you need to codify that. All right, so help me figure this out. Yesterday, I was bitching and moaning about my go-to-market problems. And we've been doing stereotypical outbound marketing. We take the list of marketers in the MarTech industry. We reach out and say, you breathe air, I breathe air. And by the way, we have a great podcast. Do you want to be a sponsor of it? And we've seen our deliverability suffer over time as we've tried to scale. Our open rates aren't what they used to be. And honestly, hopefully people have heard about us. We're getting more inbound, but less success with our outbound strategies. We've just been sort of blanketing the market of executive level buyers in MarTech companies. How do I build some sort of a codification of what the pain points are or the scoring system to try to understand who's in market? What are the tools you would use to go about that? So what I'm going to do is we have a spreadsheet that we share with all of our clients to download this context from your existing customers. So I'll put it in the show notes so people can copy that and start there. And really, this starts with your customer. Who bought? Why did they buy? What's their LinkedIn? What is the reason they bought? What is the moment, the inflection point their customers are at? And then the nice thing about that is that you get the customer reference for free. So if you're helping a fintech company, you're running ads for them, you can track click-through rate, they've reported to you on success. And there's another fintech company that's at the exact same inflection point. Maybe they're six months outside of a raise. You can see that they're ramping up some of their paid spend. Maybe there are other models that identify that maybe you determine that they're running ads on other podcast networks. So now you've got a bunch of similar data. You started with the customer pain. You flip that around to find who are leads that are in the same situation. And you take that research and that research just writes the email for you. You say, when another company was at your exact same inflection point for these things, we noticed these things are happening at your company. Then you reach out to them with that information and it's a way to test to see if you got it right and do you see if there's a molehill on top of that mountain. And that's really the key. You have to start with your customers and to decode that and look in the market for those signals. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. 
No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. All right, so let me use an example here. So generally, the sponsors that stick around the longest with us, I guess there's two camps. There's the early stage startups that are trying to get some awareness, and we can provide both awareness and direct response vehicles for them to retarget the people that listen to the podcast. But a lot of the times people that are coming to us in podcasts are either saying, hey, I want to test a new channel, I'm starting up, or we're a mid-market growth stage company, a little bit more mature, we're taking funding rounds in the tens of millions of dollars, you know, 50 to $100 million rounds of funding, 500 to 1,000 employees, that sort of size, scale, scope of company. I don't really know what the pain point is other than I don't know if podcasting is the right channel for me. We're investigating podcasts. So when your email came in, we decided we wanted to talk to you. And you're an interesting model and a relevant audience to us in podcasting. How do I break that down and start to think about using tools to figure out who those people are? Sure. So the key here is before you figure out tools, you need to define what your models are and do it manually. You can have lead researchers do this for you. Scale is a little bit of a different question. You need to have an eye towards scale, but it doesn't mean that on day one, you need to be able to click inside a Zoom info and define this because there really aren't any great off-the-shelf tools to be able to quantify your market by these things, which is why people hire someone like me to help them do that. And I have to put together a bunch of tools to go score the TAM. But you said two interesting things to me. The first is they want to test a new channel. So what are indications that might mean that other companies are interested in testing a new channel? So that might mean that they're hiring for tools like an offline marketing manager, or they say things like test new channels. You might see that they are asking questions on LinkedIn about that, that they, hey, I'm looking to understand about podcasts. It might be that they've hired other folks in their team that do non-traditional channels. Like good example is like an offline marketing manager, right? So now you have an understanding that this company actually cares about trying new channels, about testing new channels. They're already invested in non-traditional channels. So you go to someone and you take that research to them and say, hey, Jordan, I noticed that you have someone that focuses on offline ads. You have someone that focuses on events. I noticed that you have recently increased your marketing team by 30%. I also noticed that you've raised money six months ago. These things are very much like customer XYZ that was in that same bucket. And when they ran ads with us, here were their results. They got X click-through rate. I know podcasting is a little bit weird, hard to track that stuff, but that's what you have to do. And the key here though, is that marketers are going to hear this and they think, oh, I'll just adopt those tactics. I'll just take these good ideas and it's a bad idea. You have to have this anchored to an existing customer that has made a transaction for those models that you've identified. So this all sounds great that I'm going to go find someone who's saying I'm interested in testing new marketing channels. That's like saying I'm going to go find someone who's 
at a bar who's raising their hand that says, I want to be your wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is. But, you know, that's just not how it works, right? Either you're going to spend a lot of time doing the research or there's got to be tools that are expensive and time consuming to get onboarded to figure out how to cobble this information together. So the key here is to codify your research so that an outsourcer can fill this information out for you. So all you have to do, take your best SDR, you're the founder of the company, walk through 10, 20 leads and start to narrate what you find. Oh, I noticed that they're hiring an offline marketing manager. Now go tell an outsourcer, tell me yes or no if they're hiring an offline marketing manager. I noticed that their marketing department has increased by 30%. Go on their LinkedIn sales navigator page, write that down. So all you need to do is translate this context that's in your head and provide it to an outsourcer to say, go enrich all these domains with this information. Now, when I do this, we score the entire market with tools. So we'll use a tool like Harmonic AI. Brickstack.com is another tool that we'll use to go score websites. So for one of our customers, we look at like, do they have legal docs? Do they have an arbitration clause in their legal docs? Are they mitigating their risk? Do they have a security section, right? So we'll take that. And so the key is first to define the model, then figure out how can you ask an outsourcer to basically give you binary answers to things, right? Not nuance, remove the nuance out of your head, go have them fill that out. And then your personalization comes for free. And by the way, we're running a jobs product to look for this in job descriptions. And we look for two to three word phrases, test new channels, right? That's a much better phrase than paid ads. They basically folks that are raising their hands say, I am struggling with defining new channels. And that is the model. So you joke, no one in a bar says, hey, I'm looking for a husband or a wife, but companies do raise their hand. That's what a job description is. They're raising their hand and they say, I need help with X, Y, or Z, and I'm willing to pay six digits to have you help me solve X, Y, or Z. And you can be a part of that solution. So the title of this episode is Why B2B Marketing Tools Fail. It seems like the answer to that question is it's not actually the tool's fault. The real fault comes with the data that you're putting into the tool being relevant. You're not finding something that is as much of a signal as you would want it to be to make sure that the tools are successful. Am I correct? Almost. The problem is that the tools will set you up for that first date conversation to say things like, I see that you're of the opposite sex and I'm interested in that. And that is not a good opening line. It's a much better line to say, hey, Jordan, I know that you played badminton and you were a champion in 2001. You were sent to China to represent the world in the junior national badminton championships. And I'm looking to learn a little bit about badminton. Could you teach me? Hell yeah. I'll talk all day long about that. And that is a much different conversation than when you come to me and say, Jordan, I love people that wear red shirts. And that is what our tools have access to today. Those are the types of data that you can get at scale. So everyone's thinking about at scale, and that's not the problem. You need to find the pain. Don't worry about scale. If you find the pain right, you can scale it up with a combination of tools, outsourcers, and folks like me. All right. And that wraps up this episode of Go to Market Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Crawford, co-founder of Blueprint, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Jordan and Blueprint's tips to building an effective go-to-market strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss why it's not your B2B sales team's fault. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is blueprintdata.io.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.